Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sukast. It is week 13, which means this is 12. our 12, oh, it's week 12, 12 which right. is our, which is our which podcast? What's the magic number, Harvey? It's our umpteenth podcast. Umpteenth podcast, and to celebrate this magical occasion, we're bringing back guests. Yes, and we have a rare treat for you this time. The other guests have all been like, what, what would you call them? A preamble. A prelude to the real thing. <laughs> a trailer, a teaser. Trailer, a teaser. But this week, we finally managed to track down... The most elusive of creatures. The most elusive of creatures. Former El Presidente of Sutec, Dan Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cut me deep, man. <laughs> He's no, of course um, talking. You guys should, yeah, you should keep talking about me. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got Dan Burke on this week. Hooray! That's right. Hooray! Um, hello, Dan. Say hello. hi to nice people. Hello, nice people out there. Um, I'm sure there is at least two, maybe three of you <laughs> who yes. who know Hooray. who you are. Yeah, because you're listening to this right yes. now. It's true. <laughs> so, Dan, tell us about your your career in Sutec. Um, or you know what, a, what you did. I suppose I'm probably a Sutek revenant now, <laughs> trying desperately to hold on to some kind of Suteki life. But um, some relevancy, yeah, something like that. But you know, mostly just a shambling corpse-like Hulk, um, <laughs> getting in the way, causing a mess, that sort of thing. Um, Accurate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm barely a student anymore, and I used to be the president a long time ago and the librarian. Now I just mob people on the internet. It's true. And you do a fine job of it, sir. I mostly just hang out so I can see the secret forums. Yeah. (laughs) Perks of being a moderator, you can see everything. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't want to know the (laughs) shit we say about you (laughs) behind your backs. We basically, like, the moderator sub-forum is not so much a thing where we discuss business, but rather, you know, a kind of padded lounge area where we, you know, smoke internet cigars and uh, drink internet cognac and bitch about all the new people. Yeah. The crazy shenanigans. So, up. thanks, new people, for providing us with material. It's I've important. never met any of you, so um, I don't know how this is working for me. But but you're all great. We love you all. Yeah. Do we? Maybe we do. not some of you. Oh. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you're playing, playing favorites now, Finn. No, no games. No, no, no. I never tell. <laughs> Now, Finn's allowed to say that. I guess I'm on committee. So it's I'm, true. You I, have to love. I, I love you all. From the shortest, meekest nerd to the largest, loudest, most obnoxious. They're all great. Except- you're keeping a straight face while you, <laughs> while you say all this. I'm impressed. Uh, no, they're all great, except, like, Fergus. Is he a noob anymore? What's I don't know. Year? Yeah. He's a second year. Fergus, I, I, I like Fergus. Yeah. I, I appreciate the contribution he makes to the atmosphere. I'm kind of sick of him personally. Really? Yeah, he's kind of like he's a is a one idea human being. He's one dimensional. He's one dimensional. So I make mods for games, and they're awesome. Yeah, that's pretty it much up. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's envy. I'll be honest. Fergus, Fergus, if you're listening right now, branch out a bit. <laughs> and my my Dragon Age Origins mod just had like. One of the characters' face replaced by like the the awesome face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that didn't take off. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fergus. We're terrible, terrible people, and we love you dearly. And your mods. Yeah, I, I've never played Dragon Age, so I wouldn't be able to appreciate the genius of them. Cool story. Anyway, speaking of the lovely people of Sutek, 
Like like Harvey and I predicted, uh, um, our last podcast generated some feedback, not as much or necessarily in the in the same vein as we actually predicted, but yes. some nonetheless. We, there's proof that people listen to this. Yes, we were inundated with a Twitter post. A single, <laughs> just in case you didn't catch that. Singular, not more than one. The very low context Dalek. Post. Yeah, a picture of a Dalek showing us the inside of a Dalek, probably in, a, in an attempt to demonstrate that they're not robots. I don't know, did I say that? I can't remember. You, I think you implied heavily that you thought they were robots. I, I said they were like robots, maybe. It just, look, okay, I've also seen the inside of a Dalek, and you know what it reminds me of? Have you guys seen Casper, like the movie? No. You haven't yes. seen it? Dan, have you seen I it? I think so. You know the bit, spoiler alert, in case anyone you know hasn't seen Casper and has a gripping urge to see it at some point, wonder at the marvels of a friendly ghost. There's a bit where there's like a machine which turns ghosts into regular people, and Casper tries to go into it, except it doesn't work. What happens is Casper gets, gets turned to a thing resembling the consistency of a scrambled egg with this mutated face on it. That's what the inside of a Dalek looks like. I don't remember any of that happening. <laughs> you really don't. No. It was an important plot element. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Krang from the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, maybe it's after he's been melted. Look how fearsome that looks in that diagram that nobody else can see. Krang, no! <laughs> it's got a face. We'll a get face those turtles! That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um... I I remember another notable thing about the Casper movie is it is the first movie I remember which had swearing in it. They they specifically call one of the characters a bitch on no, multiple occasions. That's that's harsh. I know. I think I saw kids before I saw Casper, and and so the Casper the Friendly Ghost theme song was ruined for me forever. Uh-huh. I'm not going to explain that any further. <coughs> What's kids? Don't know. It's cool. New story. <laughs> New story. <laughs> New story. <laughs> Alright, wipe the slate clean. Alright, topic of the was week. Today. Huh? The iPad was launched today. Really? I didn't know this. I got to play with one. Was it fun? It was alright. Yeah, just yeah. alright. It was you know, it was pretty, but it was uncompelling. You you're not like Stephen Fry, you're not gonna describe in orgasmic turn uh, tones the indescribable joy that playing with it brought you? Uh no. No. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I, I played with an iPad the other day and it was like Drinking honey while shaking hands with God, now, and, should... getting, and getting a blowjob from Satan. It was like it was. Wait, I should point out something before he continues. And Satan-like at the same time. Harvey's allergic to honey. Is devout anti-theist. Yes, um, and, and I hate, I hate, hate blow, hates blowjobs. So I hate Max. Just you know, take all this to consideration while you're listening to this. So not hate blowjobs. You, I'm pretty sure you hate blowjobs, <laughs> Harvey. I hate blowjobs. Globetrotter. That's true. We used to call you in the military. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, when it's that was just an army thing. Though. Yeah, when you, I know, but it's still important. When you're being set upon by you know five muscular jarheads, it, 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 it's it's there's there's better ways to get your rocket polished, in my opinion. <laughs> Really? What are those ways, Harvey? I'm intrigued. Um, I don't know. Like, for a start, maybe slightly less muscular, angry, violent men. Just, like, a step down in that category would be a, a step in the right direction. Actually. You know what they say about beggars and choosers? What do they say about beggars and choosers, Finn? <laughs> it's just that, you know, they can't be in one combination or another. 
I thought that was pretty obvious. Like, everyone knew that. I think you know that from experience. I have no idea. What that, are you calling like. me? Are you calling me a vagrant? You are a vagrant. Look at that hair. My hair is beautiful. Was the last beautiful time and flowing. I shampooed this morning. Really? Wait, no. Yesterday morning. All right. What, what kind of shampoo do you use? I use like I don't know. I don't look look at the bottle. You don't look at the bottle. Can I smell? If you really yeah. want to. It's not. It's not very fruity. I like fruity shampoos. Why are we discussing my shampoo? I don't know. Do you have anything that talking about? <laughs> Possibly. I have an idea. Wait, Dan, what are you... I, I, I just... You were talking about vagrants before. I can, I can answer some... that question already. 25%. No. There's unstudies. What? No, you're alive. No, I read this yesterday and I'm fine. What? Most Hungarians feel life was better under communism. That's yes. most. That's not 25%. For those but of you playing at home... And who are they 62% of the people. For those of you playing at home, Dan is looking up statistics demonstrating that Hungarians were happier under communism. This is from 2008. This is what we call a troll. I think this is a slanted essay. Slanted essay. Just saying, Finn, that you know everything you represent is uh, falling into dust. Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> Look, I, I can possibly <laughs> understand why people might be saying this, because the current Hungarian government has been screwing the people over royally. Basically, like, the Prime Minister more or less came out and said, Ladies and gentlemen, I've been stealing from each and every one of you. You then proceed to give them the finger, and then nothing else happened. Like, that's it. I heard comrade, comrade, Brezhnev, Brezhnev, borscht. Comrade. I, they're not going to find... They're, they're, they're going to find enough of you to bury, huh? <laughs> That's what's happening. It's happening tomorrow, in fact. So, you know, you keep your back to a wall, nose to the grindstone. I will, Vladimir. Nabokov. <laughs> See, I think Vladimir's a cool name. I don't mind being called Vladimir. Do you like being called Nabokov? No, I don't like being called Nabokov at all. Why? why did, so, wait, what... I don't understand how this become from me being a vagrant into the Hungarians hap- were happier under socialism. Vagrants, breadlines, communism. It's, yeah. it's a perfectly logical thing. Well, mostly I just wanted to troll you about it. I don't yeah, know. I guess that's fair. Breadlines are fantastic. Are they? Why are they fantastic? Well, you get bread, you don't even have to pay for it. You just give them like, like a coupon. But then they starve. Oh, they starve. Ooh. They don't like it. They can eat their ridiculously overinflated currency. <laughs> Buns, <laughs> full of fiber. It is poisonous inks. Poisonous, poisonous inks. Okay, so yes, topic of the week: the iPad. Is that it? Or the no, iPad. That's boring. That's All right, let's do something else. Sexy lecturers and tutors. Sexy lecturers and tutors. <laughs> this this can't end badly at all. And I said tutors. We're after a good start. Tutors, yes. Now, I've conducted an extensive survey, being people from what, three different degree streams, I guess. Yeah. 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 That, that's accurate. In theory, at some point. I think I'm that person myself. Exactly. So, like, we're, we're six currently. Yeah, six. So, we've got enough experience to know, like, I don't know. We should have, like, a, a, a Miss Professor pageant. Miss Sydney University Professor pageant. Surely or Professor Mr. Professor. Professor Sydney Professor. University. Miss <laughs> Business. Exactly. So yeah, we're going to discuss, discuss entrance. Who would you nominate, Finn? I, I nominate Judith Keane Judith for, this, Keen. for this high honour. Ju- Judith Keane is a wonderful lecturer, the best personality ever, grace, dignity, charm, she has it all. 
a delight to have as a teacher. She's a grand old dame. She saying. is a grand old dame. She should be knighted. Oh, she should. She should be the, the, the biggest honor, the Victorian Cross. The Victorian Cross for what? Being a for entirely abs- satisfactory and dignified lecturer. No, satisfactory. So sexy. Satisfactory <laughs> does not be. No, sexy is the wrong word. Okay, she she is class, pure distilled class. I'm convinced. Yes. I've never had this. I think she... Judith Keene? Judith Judith Keene. She seems like she'd be a strong entrant in the the ballroom gown category, but like the swimsuit uh, contest, she might... Look, I'm not willing to judge. You know, the best thing about it is she could listen to this podcast, maybe, you know, uh, tut-tut disapprovingly (laughs) in the vulgar language and subject matter, but still chuckle a bit at the end. I like that. She, you get the impre- do you get the impression that she's maybe above it all, but no, still not above- entertained by certainly not do you above think it all. She still reads her press. I, I believe she does read her okay. press. <laughs> I mean, we could we could send this to her. Yes, I, I, we can get her email address and be like, Judith Finn has some things he'd like to say. It's okay, she doesn't know me as Finn. I think I'm safe. <laughs> we can, you know, use his slave name too. That's no, cool. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Think of the marks that are in it for you. I, I, I'm no longer taught by her in any capacity. That's fine. I'm sure she has contacts in any any degree. Oh, Jesus. It's going to happen for you. No! <laughs> don't do it. Anyway, my nomination, a law lecturer, so how many people who listen to this will know who I'm talking about? Like two. Yeah, like two. I got to go with Anne Toomey. She teaches federal constitutional law. She comes from an extensive background in New South Wales and federal government work. So she knows a lot of, you know, high-powered people and has a large number of stories about them, which she tells to class, prefaced with, by the way, don't let this get out of this classroom. (laughs) (laughs) So how many people are in these lectures, by the way? Oh, about 50. Okay. But, right. but, like, she'll talk about Labour caucus meetings from, like, as recent as five years ago, I guess, so when, like, Bob Carr was still in charge, when they came to, like, an important decision on, um, I forget the matter, but the way that it occurred was all the men in the caucus meeting retreated to the bathroom at the same time, leaving the ladies, like, s- sitting in the caucus room. And then, like, about half an hour later, they came back out again, having made their decision. So she didn't know any of the discussion about it. All she knew is after half an hour of some sort of behind-closed-doors activity, they'd come to a consensus on a once-divisive issue. That's... wow. So I'm thinking... Saucy. That's the process at work. Yeah. Perhaps David Campbell, not the only gay minister, was (laughs) the first thing I thought. But, yeah, um, no, she'd be great just for the story. She's got one every week. She'll just talk about a case, a lot of the cases in the course she actually worked on herself, inside information about government, and she's got a a great voice as well, kind of shrill and cutting and annoying, but in a good way. I love it. You you have strong contenders, and I can't (laughs) even remember the last time I had a lecturer. I'm just trying to think of one. But... But no, I really, 
I can't pick any individuals out of the blur of kind of bald patches and leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure, sure there were some floral dresses in there as well. So but, you, um, you've never had like sort of a dangerous minds thing where you were the brilliant yet troubled student who got, you know, tutored to, to greatness by one particular teacher or took an interest in you? No, I've, I've never really had a kind of had a good line in troubled. Really? So I missed out on that whole, you know... I thought you was rebellious fast. I thought you was gangster then. I don't know why. I've constructed this <laughs> elaborate narrative. Yeah, let's yeah. about you in your head where you know you know you were born with a cocaine addiction. <laughs> so you're saying is like Dan's the white um, falcon. The white falcon. Because like the, the the falcon from Marvel, he was like originally he was you know he he was like the first black superhero who wasn't from Harlem, didn't have a a history of drug addiction. And so it turns out this was all a farce. This man had been brainwashed by the Red Skull, and he was previously, like, a thug from Harlem who served in the drug cartel. Hmm. And I'm I'm the white one. Yes, you're the white version of that. Do I have, like, a pink skull brainwashing me? Yes, let's go with that. Who is this pink skull and where can we find it? It's Harvey. (laughs) <laughs> that that's why he constructed the narrative <laughs> no it's like you're, you're the reverse you know you're this mild mannered completely um, also explain why I can't remember my university career at all yeah <laughs> it's all a sham <laughs> I'm good I'm good we, we got to the bottom of this yeah so Harvey I, I guess that makes you dad it does <laughs> I it was an experiment. Just got weird. Kind of yeah. I think it was weird beforehand. I just uh... no. I'm pretty sure it's a decisive moment where I got weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> at a loss for words that are safe. Son, yeah, come. Uh, I think things uh, stopped being safe when we started yeah, you know, talking about our le- about our lecturers, which would be part of like I don't know some kind of context. Can we could we be expelled for that? I hope not. I don't yeah, know. No, if, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. good. Harvey's got law talking skills. He's yeah, and if if and Toomey's not going to expel me for like writing Mr. Alexander Toomey in big letters in a love heart on the back page of one of my assignments, then she probably won't for the the more dignified talk that I've put up today. Being called as dignified, yeah, less, less direct dignified, less yes. direct harassment. Yeah, less you know camping outside a house with a boombox held above your head. Yeah. Playing Remix Ignition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that. You've never heard it. Ignition no. Remix? Yeah. It's oh, a classic. No. I know it's a classic. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid these things. Like chocolate. Dan brain. hates classic. <laughs> yeah, and fun. <laughs> and, uh, um, her children are really nice, though, Antumi. Very forgiving of the, the whole, you know, ridiculously creepy stalker thing. I mean, her son was a bit like... Yeah, I mean, like, he, he said to me, yeah, I know she's my mom, but I can appreciate objectively if I was a student. <laughs> but, but also, I'd like you to get down off my roof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and please stop holding that gun to my head and forcing me to say that. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Why do I get the feeling that these podcasts are going to be presented as evidence to some courtroom? Someday, I think you've said that already. No, if, um, no I don't think I have. I think I think Alan this is now good for him. He'll edit that right out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He generally doesn't start editing until we, you know, 
um, talk about where we're meeting up to buy crack next week. Yeah. That's when he steps in. He doesn't want the, the, the fuzz busting up our deal. I don't think we talk about where we're going to get crack enough. It's true. I think there should be like just a week dedicated no, to that. There's always a mix-up. Crack week. Yeah, I think the final week of semester is a good week for crack. I guess. The crack yeah. fox. And, I mean, yes. there's, there's always <laughs> mix-ups. Sounds like a recipe we don't for talk Victor. about it enough. Like... I stand outside a playground uh, harassing 16-year-old <laughs> for crack from Redfern, and yeah, and you're like in a dark That's alley, racist. a dark alley in Leichhardt. Like, there's never a, a proper meeting of minds here. You guys, yeah, you need to get like a Google Calendar or something. Yeah. We do. Yeah, to make sure. There's got to be more this week. There's going to be an iPhone app for it. Yeah, <laughs> iCrack. Just th- they just need to put it on Google Maps. Like, you look up places uh-huh. to get crack in inner Sydney, and it should just come up. Street corners on which you find them in like uh, people, uh, aspiring programmers, getting their hands on the iPad today. Take notes. Yes. <laughs> on, on what manner? Recipe of r- for success. Or ridiculously over-the-top pimp garb these drug dealers are wearing. I guess that doesn't work. It doesn't? Do drug dealers dress like pimps? <laughs> yes, Dan, <laughs> please tell us. Um, in my limited experience, yes. <laughs> One time I saw Finn dealing drugs and he had the most amazing hat. I know, right? I love that hat. <laughs> um, but that is pretty much my extremely limited experience with drug dealers. Wait. Pim- pimps don't commit suicide. <laughs> they don't commit suicide. See, they do apparently deal drugs. They do. It's, it's part of a livelihood. You're allowed to wear that hat again now, right? I am. It's mm-hmm. true. My hair's grown out sufficiently. <laughs> you should, uh, yeah, you should rock that more often. Should. To university. Yeah. To seminars and meetings with my supervisor. That's right. Especially meetings with your supervisor. <laughs> I think you'll appreciate it. You're not writing on pimp culture, right? Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. My essay on a... Uh, a uh, feminist Marxist perspective on uh, pimps on, on in 20th century. <laughs> on the backhand. <laughs> on the backhand. <laughs> hey, it's a contested issue, okay? I know. I prefer the cane myself. But... Hey, look, okay. Yeah, diamond the, hand the big daddy cane. Yeah. Look, okay. The, the cane is often seen as a, a, a as a bourgeois method. See, the the the, the, the backhand and forehand methods are. The, the beauty of them is they're open to everybody. Pimps from all walks of life. It's true. It's the man on the sli- street slap. Exactly. Depends. I think, for me, usually it depends on how many rings I'm wearing. <coughs> like, I, I might go the open hand slap, or what is it? Proper slap, not the backhand slap. If I've turned my rings around, so I can leave a nice mark on her so that um, no one will ever want her again. But, like... No matter what, too much. <laughs> no matter what you do, you want H A R V imprinted yes. on the jaw. Pretty much. That's that's the key. Phantom pimp. Nice. I should go by that. That would be the best superhero ever. <laughs> it basically is you know, be an ordinary pimp with like I don't know some kind of colorful balaclava, going around you know pimp slapping people. That would be great. Every every issue at the end of it, he should be like fairly beat up and ended on pimping ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I'm, I'm pretty sure that a comic of that vein already exists. I can't remember what it's called. I'll do some research and bring it up next week. A pimp comic. A pimp, like a comic about a group of people who are not so much pimps, but you know, from that walk of life. Um, the Avengers. Nick Fury. <laughs> yes, Nick Fury. <laughs> <clears throat> He's the shield pimp. No, no, no. This is a thing. This is actually a thing. I, I will chase this up. Maybe I'll, like, I don't know, find an issue of it and bring it in. 
Maybe do a couple of readings. Mm. Show people. I would love to see it. I'm, I'm, I just want to... I'd like to see some more petty crime in comics. There's too much, you know, grandiose supervillainy. And cosmic evil. And cosmic evil. It, it just gets a, a little bit boring. You want to see plain. people stealing TVs and car I want to see a TV thieves. Petty violence. Petty violence. And then, like, superheroes that aren't really super, that are just, you know, modest heroes trying to just help out ordinary folk. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man seems to spend too much time fighting ridiculously superpowered enemies and it, it ain't right in my opinion. You should read Astro City. Astro City. Astro City. It's brilliant. I recommend it to everyone for everything. But what about Harvey's request for no, comics Harvey's, that don't have uh, Harvey's request what well, you should what you should read the stuff with Jack in the box in it. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a go. It's just like before this, you've recommended the Fantastic Four to me. Fuck you, 20, Harvey. 20, 20 That's five, out of line. Twenty five times. There is a line. You just you just shat on it. That's what just times. happens. A line like with my heart on one side, and you okay. just shat on the heart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. But I don't know when you're holding the comic under my nose. You know, opening specific panels, going look. Reed! Reed is me! Reed Richards is me! You're like, I don't know. Look, Harvey, we agreed that my, my experiences with meth would be kept between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, right, ladies so and gentlemen. Experiences of meth aside, why are you so Reed Richards, Finn? Fuck you, Dan! <laughs> uh, oh, man, I wish Invisible Woman here was, to, was here to help us out. Like, help us recreate some of the scenarios that you and I have played out. This, this, this is my nightmare. <laughs> I've had dreams like this, except, you know, I'm not wearing anything except for the Fantastic Four jumpsuit. Yeah. Why are you calling it a nightmare? Because that, that's what it is. Is it, is it really a nightmare if you wake up and you need to change your shorts? Just saying. <laughs> That was too far. <laughs> no, I, I think we crossed the line a, few, the, a minute ago or so. Should we move on to a milder topic? Um, all right. Well, one that's slightly related. I actually finally managed to read some Scott Pilgrim uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I thought I'd bring that up. It's made me excited for the mo- upcoming movie. Give us a review slash recommendation. Um, uh, recommend you. All right, I have, I've only read the first no chance, <laughs> and I'm sure Dan can weigh in on this because he's read Scott Pilgrim and I so knows read Scott about Pilgrim. it. Have you read all of it? Uh, or all yes, around? all of it that exists. Okay, at the I really read the first, the first like I guess trade or whatever you'd like to call no, it. What's just... Volume one. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim's Whatever Life. I yes. can't remember what it's called. Anyway, I think it's called Scott Pilgrim's Whatever Whatever Life. I think Move you on. know it. It started out slow and somewhat weird. Um, but got progressively better. I thought it, you know, definitely had some potential. I, 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 it made me want to read the others, unfortunately, which I haven't had the chance to do yet. Did it fill you with glee? It did fill me with glee. Well, that's good. That's all that really matters. <coughs> and I do, I do see some people's, um, fears that Michael Sarah won't be up to the task. Yeah, I just, I can't see him as being enthusiastic enough about anything in the world ever. <laughs> I think, I think the trailers, he looks a bit more Determined and focusing he, he as looks, anything else. Yeah, but um, still, Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> yeah. as I conceive him in my mind, is incredibly enthusiastic about everything. He's, he's like doing a spider monkey kept the on capping. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and just, just Michael Sarah is just kind of like, I'll hey, get them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah, just Michael Sarah is most enthusiastic. <laughs> it's like, 
I'll beat up the bad guys with my fists. That's pretty I'm much. Apart. <laughs> yeah. It's just. I don't know. I'm sure I it'll be great. Be great. It looks pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. But, um, it's directed by um, the guy who directed Hot Fuzz, yes? Yes. Yes. Well, that's promising. It is a promising story. No, you're totally, totally right, it is. Um, also, going to be directed by the guy who did Hot Fuzz, the Ant Man movie. God damn it. <laughs> I hope it's right. Year of the Sea List. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I thought, you know, I, I'm hoping it's going to be, and it probably isn't, it's going to be at the third Ant Man who's an absolute jackass. It'll be awesome. Is he the one who stole the suit? Yes, and then he totally did. Stole it from his buddy who stole it, or something. Yes, and then he uses it to uh, look at from the helicopter. That as well, but he also uses it to perv on Ms. Marvel in the shower. Yeah, that guy's a dick. He is a dick, but I an hope awesome it's him dick. For the first three minutes, and then he dies. No, and somebody else gets the suit. I'm sorry, but Ant Man, none of his three incarnations have been particularly inspiring. There's Henry. There's yeah. Henry. All anyone who will remember me for is beating up my wife that one time, Pim. There's Scott, I died, no one knows who I am, Lang. And there's Eric, I'm a complete total jackass, O'Grady. Yeah, so let's wipe the slate clean and start with a new Ant-Man. Yeah, I think I'll be Well, let's just do Blue Beetle instead. Exactly. Wait, no, Blue Beetle's DC. Who cares? I I wish they would do that movie instead. I think the company would care. You think perhaps Ant-Man is just the the scrappy of the Avengers? Like, he's just there intentionally so that they'll have a character that everyone will hate. The thing that pisses me off is that, yes, Ant-Man beat up his wife, and it was really terrible, and, you know, it was a bad thing, but the thing is he spent the rest of his life trying to atone for that one problem, you know, one mistake. Yeah, and intermittently beating her again. No, no, no. That never happened. See, that was basically, basically like it's revolved around this one incident that was again terrible. Yes, ultimate. See, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure he is a wife beater in that. Yes, it got. He goes crazy and beats her again and shrinks her down and covers her in ant attractant. That thing happened. It got so bad that when they did. Um, you know, create him for ultimates. He was a horrendous wife-beating asshole in every way, shape, and form. Hank Pym is more of a mild jackass. Like, he's a bit abrasive sometimes, and one time, yes, he'd completely lose it and beat his wife. At which point, the relationship's been on and off again, and it's weird. Whereas, things that happen like Scarlet Witch raping one of her teammates in front of everyone else is never mentioned again. Raping? Yes. What? She goes nuts at one point and then rapes Wonder Man in front of the other Avengers. Wonder Man. Like to oh, point out that Al is kind of curled up in the corner. Oh. At the moment. I would have thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. I would have thought the Scarlet Witch would have picked Quick Quicksilver no. as a rape buddy. Well, no, because they're, they're, they're less incestuous in six one six. Six one six. That's in, the in regular ulti- universe. Yeah, in right? Ultimates, they're they're incestuous because she reminds him of their mother. Yeah, <laughs> that's the justification behind that. Um, I hope Abby is listening to this and taking notes on what not to write about. Yes. Um, but yeah, in... Is um, there anything like similar thematically in DC Comics? Or is, um, has Marvel got the, the mortgage on incredibly fucked up characters? No, no, no. There's plenty of fucked up characters in Marvel. Um, Dr. Light. Yeah, like Dr. Light. Anal Opus, PhD. <laughs> oh my god. Um, more comics. You should. <laughs> uh, it's full of wonder and hope and joy. Um, so, there's... Yes. So uh, it seems like Marvel comics are like uh, the Greek gods brought forward to 
like modern culture. A little, pretty a little much. sometimes. Yeah. Totally fucked up people who are super powerful and so do whatever the fuck they like. It's like, what the shit is going on here? Pretty much. Ultimate's more so than the mainstream stuff. Um, mainly because they just decided to like... Wait, but isn't Ultimate's the one that's meant to be friendly? Friendly, it like, was. People who aren't, but then it's like, no, let's make things more Ultimates, crazy. Ultimates used to be quite awesome, and then shit got crazy. Shit got really crazy. Like, you know, you'd have these characters who, in previous things, were bad guys, but they were the sort of, you know, they, they were the bad guys from kids' cartoons who never really did anything that terrible. And then, like, later, they, you know, discussed with one of their friends about raping this unconscious female superhero in front of them. Good work, Pyro. What the shit was that about? Pyro's a villain, though. Isn't he, he is, but, like, the Brotherhood were originally in Ultimates. This, you know, they were sort of like frat boys who uh, happened to be headed by a complete psychopath bent on genocidal intent. And then, yeah. Of course. Wait, no, Pyro was a good guy. He was a good guy until, for some reason, in Ultimates 3, he joins the Brotherhood and becomes a psychopath. Yeah. Ultimates 3 was n- never good at all. I just... I think... Ultimates needs to return to mustache twirling villainy. It needs to die. Ultimates has outlived its it, whatever good was there. Ultimate, Ultimate Dick good? Dastardly could probably save the day. I think maybe he could. Well, no, Ultimate Spider-Man was awesome, and yes. then it also spiraled out of control by becoming involved in the other Ultimate stuff. Oh man! But does Peter Parker become a wife beater? No, he doesn't become a wife beater. To, is, to is he, does he thrice deny his wife and make a deal with the devil so she's not his wife anymore? <laughs> or is that just the other one? <laughs> just the other one. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, I don't know. Fortunately. I just I kind of wish Marvel would shut up a lot of the time. Marvel, Marvel Their has overarching storylines. It's yes. so incredible. You know depressing. what? You know what the hilarious thing about the whole one more day thing is? Where I don't know yeah, what that he, is, but sure. one more day is where he basically sells his marriage to the devil to uh, save his yeah. dying aunt. Um, in the 70s, or was it the 80s? I don't know, one of those two. They discussed a similar storyline, and they canned it because they decided it was too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Marvel. Good work, the 80s. Jerk, Yeah, they've, they've gone downhill. I mean, so many old storylines are, like, pretty fantastic from Marvel. You think about, like, some of them are also quite crap. Well, some Let's are crap as well, but, like, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it. I don't know. I, I even like the Phoenix Saga. God help me. Is that is that a sin? I don't mind. The Dark Phoenix Saga's alright. Dark Phoenix Saga. I don't know. It's like I'm the nineties were called the Dark Age for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> clone Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> the Clone Saga. Good old Clone Saga. And you know, characters with and characters who look like steroid hulks and all that. I blame Rob Liefeld. Yes, Rob Liefeld's to blame for everything bad ever. Not just comics, by the way. Wait, is this where we say Holocaust? Yes, <laughs> Holocaust! Good work, guys. We filled a Holocaust quota for the podcast. Yes. So, I don't know, what are we preferring, DC or Marvel? Personally, I'm still a Marvel fan, despite the length in which I've just bitched about it. I, there's a lot I quite like about Marvel, but I don't, that's for another podcast, I guess. Is there any terrible shit like that in Batman comics, though? Ridiculous? Ah, uh, yes. Lots and lots of lots. really terrible shit. Like the time Batman hates rock and roll because it killed his parents. It did kill his parents. <laughs> All the time, Batman hates Christmas because it killed his parents. Or, or the numerous things Batman hates because they happen to coincide with the death of his parents. First turkey. Yes. <laughs> Heroin. Dark alleys. 
street pearl necklaces, pearl necklaces, <laughs> uh, movies, human yeah. beings, movie lines, movie tickets, popcorn, musical theatre. I, I was just under the impression the worst thing about Batman was uh, when they allowed people to vote on whether or not they'd kill Jason Todd. Yeah. Good work, the fan base. Yeah. Who was apparently a terrible character. I haven't read any of the he was the He was the asshole Robin. The asshole Robin. There was, you know, Dick Grayson was the responsible, enduring Robin. Uh, Jason... Except when he was rebellious and bitchy. Yeah. Well, he's Nightwing now, and he's no, awesome as that. He is. Jason Todd's the asshole, and Tim Drake is the kind of boring, the invigorating one. Yeah, he's boring. He's not that boring. He's boring. Oh, and uh, uh, Spoiler is the one who died. Her really? name was Spoiler. Like, like, she was the female Robin for a bit. Uh, and then she died. And then he came back. Jason's better now he's dead. Yeah. And back. And back. And, and he now... thinks he's immortal because he, did he, he knows that back? if someone kills him, he he'll did. come back. You don't know it? There's like, no, there's a whole storyline. Who is he Who is he now? He's the Red he's Hood. Or oh, maybe he's God. not. I not anymore? It's he, just some dude in jail currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was Red Hood. He came back and like tried to not kill Batman. Tried to kill the Joker. That didn't work out so well. Then he tried to kill Black Mask and that also didn't work out so well. And then he got run over by a bulldozer. Yes. Good work. Jason Todd, keeping the, the dream alive. He's just as brilliant as ever. <clears throat> and he complained about his costume giving him pimples. It was really depressing. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, I think on that note, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, if you have anything to say about our, our ramblings and ravings and rantings... Do it better. Guys, yes. Guys, do it better. We wouldn't be surprised if that's what people would have to say. Uh, drop us a line at podcast at sutech.info uh, or leave a, um, leave, leave a comment on either the forums or Twitter, like our good friend Sarah, Sarah Chilimandra. I believe it's Is pronounced Sarah Chilimandra. Exactly. We're like sorry that. for horrifically mangling your Twitter name, but yes, uh, props to you. Yeah, well um, done, Sarah Chilimandra. Please follow her example and leave us some comments. We we will pick up on them, as you have seen in this example. Except if you have a protected account and we're not following you. Yes, exactly. In which case we won't. Or, um, or, you know, send us a threatening letter to one of our addresses. You don't know our addresses, which we'd like to keep it that way. Yes, my email address is djmenkowitz at hremail.com. DJ Mankiewicz spelt D-J-M-A-N-C-K-I-E-W-I-T-Z. I think that was right. Uh, and also, I get it wrong like five times every time I put it in. And also, thank you, Dan, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Yes. No problem. I'm sorry. Yes. Again. I think... <laughs> you for should what, be. For what? Being too fabulous? Yeah, probably. Fabulous in, like, what? The... the, the um, I think you know sense of the term. Do I ever use any term in the non-fruity sense? Um, fruit. Yeah, no, I do. I don't say it in a fruity way. It's true. I talk about biscuits. You do. Yeah. All right. So, thank you very much for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. No, ta-ta. Stay classy. Hashtags don't work on this.